It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Dave Anthony. Today, we take you to Colorado, one of the battleground states in the fight for control of Congress. Republicans are optimistic they can win the House majority, but the Senate might be tougher. It's 50-50 now, and they have more seats to defend this year than Democrats, 21 to 14. The other day, we talked to the Republican trying to unseat one of those 14 Democrats, Senator Michael Bennett who you might recall was one of the 20-plus Democrats who ran for president a few years ago. Well, now he's running for re-election in Colorado, facing Joe O'Day, a businessman making his first run for public office. The construction company CEO won the GOP primary and had a lot to say to us, too much for us to fit into the Rundown podcast the other day. So today, we give you the whole thing. We hope you like it and come back for more and have a fun and safe weekend. Now, Joe O'Day on the Fox News Rundown Extra. All right, Joe, if you're uh, if you're set, we're ready. Let's go. Joining us on the Fox News Rundown is Joe O'Day, who is now the Republican Senate nominee in the state of Colorado. Joe, thanks for joining us, and congratulations on your primary win. Well, thanks so much. Great to be here with you guys. It's awesome. It must be good to hear yourself called a nominee after the hard-fought campaign you had. You know, it's it's been a long run here. We we got in in October. We've been laser focused on making sure that uh, we replace Michael Bennett. So really exciting night Tuesday to get uh, across the finish line, at least the first one. And uh, we're excited about the summer and and making our uh, case to the uh, the voters of Colorado. You're new at this. I mean, this is your first run for office. Has it been like you expected? Uh, is it how hard has it been? I mean, you're a businessman turned politician now well you know it's it's been uh fruitful i I gotta tell you getting around the state meeting with people talking to all the different constituents out there and about what's important to colorado it's been real eye-opening for me a lot of fun to meet and greet people and talk to them about what's important to them um you know we're putting the long hours in so it's it's not like anything else that I haven't done in my life. I mean, we've been we've been working hard since uh, since I started my business back in 1983. So this is uh, just another step, uh, but been a lot of fun to to get out there and and really see Colorado. We've been to 60 of the 64 uh, counties and met with uh, just tons of people across the state. And I'll tell you what, they're fired up. They're ready for uh, some policies that that give them some relief. You know, you had to fend off a pretty strong challenge from the left. I mean, there was a lot of money that went against you in the attempt to have your opponent win, a more conservative candidate in in Ron Hanks, and you won anyway. What was the reason you think you had to face all that money from Democrats? Well, uh, my dad used to say, look, uh, 
if you're taking fire, you must be over the target, right? I mean, we, uh, we've we been talking to working Americans about what's important to them, and it's 8.5% inflation, it's $5 gas, it's a 30% hike in crime, it's 20% on the groceries, it's, it's a border that leaks like a sieve, uh, letting fentanyl come up here, and all the policies that the Democrats have put in place uh, they're worried about. Um, and, and so what they did is they, they tried to steal this uh, election from good Coloradans, and, and uh, it just did, it backfired on them. In fact, uh, I got better name recognition now than I've had uh, through the whole campaign, and I want to thank Schumer for that. He, he did a great job getting my name out there. Uh, they weren't real accurate about where I stand on things, but at least my name was out there. Yeah, I mean, they outspent you, right? Oh, uh, four to one, five to one. Uh, it was big, $10 million, uh, four and a half million in ads, and then another, we don't know how much in mailers, uh, but uh, I got 12 of them at my house. Now, do you think that they are fearing your campaign? I mean, there are political experts who say that it's likely that Senator Bennett will be reelected. It's a likely Democratic win in 2022. Well, they never met a contractor on a mission, and I'm, I'm here to take our state back. I'm, I'm here to put some policies in place that give working Americans relief. And I can tell you right now, when they, when they go up against me in November, it ain't going to be likely. We're going to beat these guys. We're going to beat them on their policies. We don't have to make anything up. We're just going to hold them accountable. This is what they've done to our state. And so uh, I'll get that message out. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, independents, we're already starting to pull them in. We had a bunch jump into this primary. Uh, they, 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 they're with us and it, because it's, it's affecting their livelihoods. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. You mentioned the, the economy inflation. A new AP poll, you probably saw it. 85% of Americans say the country is on the wrong track. I assume that fits right into your narrative. Well, I'm going to tell you that the, the most amazing part about that is who's the 15% that think it's headed in the right direction, right? I mean, that, there's nobody I'm talking to that thinks we're headed in the right direction. I, I can tell you that right now. And, and it's a, it's because of the policies we've got in place. I mean, when you pull up to the pump, the other day I was looking, There's a somebody had put $4 in, in their tank, and it was 0.8 gallons. It wasn't even a full gallon, but that, that's where people are at trying to get to work. So it's really putting pressure on a lot of people here in Colorado. They, they're, they're not going to be able to sustain this. It isn't easy, though, for anyone in government to immediately put a policy in place to lower gas prices right away, though. Isn't it difficult? It's market-driven, right, the price of the pump? It, it, it totally is market-driven, but the, the reality is is that when you talk to some of the oil and gas experts here in Colorado, there's no confidence in the policies that are in place, and so they're not willing to invest. And, you know, so the less we invest here, uh, the less supply we'll have. So it's going to take a while to get in front of that. We're going to need to loosen up the policies to make that uh, something investable that, that companies want to get in. They know that they can pump for 40 years. Uh, those are the kind of things that we have to get changed right away. And I think once we see that, we'll begin to see some relief. We've just got to flood the market with supply. Okay. Now, as far as one of the other main issues now, certainly what happened at the Supreme Court last week with the abortion decision overturning the federal legal right, allowing states to regulate it, you 
are in a state that is blue. It allows abortion. The senator that you're trying to unseat had said that if you win, you will be a rubber stamp for minority leader Mitch McConnell. If the Republicans take the Senate, you will rubber stamp his agenda, which would be a nationwide ban on abortions. That's what he says. What's your response? Well, you know, Bennett's been in Washington too long. I mean, his idea of running Washington is to be a rubber stamp. That's not my idea. I can tell you right now, I'm going to stand on my own. I've been very honest with where I stand, and and I know not everyone agrees with me uh, on my stand in abortion, and I respect that. But Bennett's extreme. He supports a reckless late-term abortion bill that was just signed into law, same one as Polis. Schumer's bill that Bennett voted yes on was a federalization of this reckless practice. I can't support that. I won't support that. I won't support a late-term bill. I won't support using tax dollars. I won't support requiring religious institutions to perform a procedure that they don't want to perform. And I don't support a ban early on in the pregnancy for rape, incest, or medical necessity. And I've been very clear about that. I believe that decision is between a woman and her doctor. And I believe that government shouldn't be involved in every aspect of our lives. But if a bill comes across uh, my desk that, that, that has all of those in it, then I'm, I'm going to be uh, okay with that. If it doesn't have those issues in it and doesn't have them addressed, then I'll be a no. So uh, I've been very clear. I don't think mandates work. I mean, we just saw that through COVID with uh, 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 vaccines. We saw that with masks. We saw that with shutdowns. They don't work. People are going to find a way to do what they want to do. But if we really want to change the abortion stance in, in, in the United States, it's, it, we, need to, we need to change the hearts and minds, and we need to have something different and, and make adoption socially acceptable. It's, it's a very important thing to me. I, I was adopted at birth, and, and I just think about how brave my, my biological mother must have been to carry me to term and turn me over to two loving parents, and we need to make that easier. We need to, if there's tax breaks that can be put around that, I'd be for that. We need to make that socially acceptable and that's how we we get rid of uh, abortion here in the United States. Okay. And like most like most people, I'm in the middle. I, I I don't you know I don't see it being extreme one or the other. Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. you, you I, I saw that you said you're not 100% pro-life or 100% pro-choice. So we're, it's tough to draw the line if you're in the middle. What what is the line? Well, I, I think, as I said, uh, months seven, eight, and nine, that's off the table. That's late term to me. Uh, early on in the pregnancy, I think that should be a woman's right to, to make her own choice. And, and the debate somewhere in the middle, we can have that debate. Uh, I, I don't know exactly where it is. I'd look at viability. Uh, but that's the debate. And when I get to Washington, we'll have that debate. Okay. There are a lot of other issues, certainly. Um, you know, one thing that comes up over and over again the filibuster. If you are elected to the Senate and Democrats are in control, or if it's 50-50, or even if Republicans have a slight advantage, would you vote to get rid of the filibuster on one issue or two issues or three issues to help your side? I mean, that's what seems to be going on at the moment. That's the attempt. They did it on voting rights. They tried to and failed. They might try again on abortion. The president just said that uh, the other day. Uh, they'll do anything to stay in power, and and no, I don't believe in that. I'll vote no against changing those filibusters for any reason. They're put there as a as a safety net, and uh, and I've been very clear about that. I I will vote no to change those the filibuster rules. 
Second Amendment. There was just the other day the bipartisan bill that was passed and signed by the president putting some new regulations in place dealing with gun violence. What did you think of that legislation? Well, I, I, I thought it was good that they, they were talking about some issues that I think are really important. Uh, I would have been no on the bill. I, I'm a huge supporter of the Second Amendment right. I believe it's a God-given right to defend our families, our, our homes. And so I, there's things in that bill I couldn't support. But I thought it was encouraging that we're starting to have the conversation about mental health. I think that's really, really something that's got to get addressed here in the United States as we move the country forward. It's, 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 it's something that... Is, you can see it all over Denver in the homeless situation. Uh, it's something we've got to get ahead of. I also like the the fact that uh, they're talking about more cops on the street, more cops in our schools, uh, more cops, more cops. I, I mean, we've got a law and order problem here that's unprecedented with 25-year high in crime in the United States. So the fact that they're addressing those issues, uh, I, I believe, I believe that's encouraging. If you win and Republicans control the House and the Senate, uh, there may be another run in the future for former President Trump. And I'm sure you're getting this question a lot. The Capitol riot hearings have been going on the last couple of weeks. Have you watched? Is it of, of concern to you, the things that are alleged of the former president's conduct? Well, I, you know, I haven't had time to watch any of that stuff. I had my head down here running a campaign trying to make sure we got across the finish line here on Tuesday. So um, there's a lot of things that I agree with the, pre- the former president on. I thought his policies were really good. I, I think that uh, some of the things he did with China, with wages, with our economy, uh, how can you argue with that? Um, I also, there's there's quite a few candidates out there that, uh, like a DeSantis or a Nome that could serve for eight years. I, I think we got we got to test the population, see what they want to do. Uh, but, you know, if it's if it's going to be Biden and, and somebody else, I'm going to vote against Biden. That That's what I'm going to do. All right. I want you to take off your candidate hat, put your businessman hat on. You've talked about the difficulties in the economy. How has it been? I mean, you're in the construction business. How difficult has it been lately? Well, this, you know, we talk about $5 gas, but what is really going on in the construction industry right now is about $6.25 on diesel. And that's almost triple what we were paying uh, just two years ago. Um, And that's put a uh, hammer on the construction industry here across the state. Um, There's a lot of business owners right now that are really uh, looking at this, and and their confidence is rattled. Uh, I think we're going to see... a recession. I, I'd hate to say that, but it, it's looming. Uh, this is unsustainable. Um, you know, so when you start translating that $6.25 diesel across, it's everything that gets delivered here in Colorado is in a truck at some point in time. And 99% of those trucks run on diesel. So if our delivery costs are going to be, you know, getting close to one and a half or, or two times what they were just two years ago, it's going to have an impact. So we're seeing it. Uh, it's it's uh, it's going to be uh, trickled down to our employees. It's going to affect wages. It's going to affect volumes. And, and if you know if there's a recession, then there'll be a layoff, and that'll have a direct ref, uh, effect on on working Americans, and it won't be positive. Um, so you know that that's why it's so important this November to to get some good uh, policy people, business people. I'm a business guy, uh, and, and I'm going to go to the U.S. Senate. I'm going to use those talents um, uh, to address the issues that need to get addressed there. 
Being in the construction business, do you think that you could attract more blue-collar votes than, say, some other Republicans might? Well, you know, I'm a working guy. I started as a carpenter. Uh, got my went through the apprenticeship program. Wife and I ran on up to Colorado State University, where I got most of my construction management degree. But bottom line is, we started our company with nothing back in the early '80s. We built that to 300 families here in Colorado. So I, I, I've washed dishes, I've, I've swept the floors, I've, I've changed engines in a in a, a loader. I've done everything that we need to do to keep our business going. So I, I really relate to working Americans and how hard it is to to make ends meet. You know, we start talking about whether or not you can take a vacation this year, whether or not your kids can go to camp. Yeah, but this is getting bad, and we're, we're, we're now down to, well, can I fill my tank up, or should I just put half a tank in there right now? And that's what you're seeing. People are really contracting, and I, and I think they'll identify with the fact that I know, I know how hard this is. I'm the polar opposite of what Michael Bennett is. He has no idea what these people are going through. Otherwise, he'd be changing these policies himself. But in your state, it's term, Democrats have been winning lately. In 2020, Republican Senator Cory Gardner was unseated by John Hickenlooper. Do you think you have an uphill battle? No, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna go in and win this November because Democrats are paying five dollars for gas as well. They're paying record rents. They're paying uh, you know twenty percent on the grocery bill. Uh, the crime's at an all-time high here. There isn't anything that this party has done correctly to show leadership for our state. And so we're just going to hold Bennett accountable for those issues, and we're going to make sure that people see what's really going on. And i got to tell you right now, the tank keeps getting bigger. It's it's not only good Trump Republicans, GOP Republicans, independents, but it's going to be some disenfranchised Democrats as well. And we're going to cross the finish line here in November. Joe O'Day, the Republican Senate nominee now in the state of Colorado. Thank you very much for joining us. Hey, I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks again. Joe, thanks. Really appreciate it. Good luck to you, and maybe we'll catch you up with you in the fall sometime. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.